All right, from News Radio 570 WKVN, the gang is all here. This is, uh, it's, uh, it's like having the Beatles right here in the studio. Uh, and and so stepping up to microphone number one, it would be uh, Ringo, uh, better known as uh, Carl Moses. Hi, Carl. Hi, Ron. How are you? Wait a minute. Let me turn your mic on and say it now. Hi, Ron. Hi, Ron. How are you? I'm well. Thank you, Moses, for showing up. Moses is uh, sporting a, what, blue shirt tonight, right? And a blue shirt and a red tie with some uh, flowers and He looks pretty stems. good today. Yeah. It looks excellent. Moses looks Navy excellent. Pants, absolutely. And now here's Mark DeVecchio sporting a pair of shorts <laughs> and a Cavaliers T-shirt. Yeah, uh, cargo shorts. Cargo yeah. shorts and a Cavaliers T-shirt, Mark. Yeah. Uh, and there's Ron Verb. Uh, obviously not. Ron the, Verb and, and a pair of dungarees. And a, <laughs> you know what? But you keep wearing that shirt, Ron. It'll come back in style. I promise you. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, the I, 70s call. They want their shirt back. I bought this at Traffic and Scratch Sale. But, uh, so so uh, anyway, there's Mark. And sitting over there is the skipper himself. Is the, bo- uh, is the boat officially put away for no, the year? No, we got a lot of boating left. Uh, when, is that, when does that day come in? The is boat the- will probably get put away mid-October. Oh, really? So you yeah. go through September yeah. and uh, through October. Mid-October, I'll we put can, it away. We can tell boys when that happens because he's very depressed, right? Very uh, depressed. Yeah. Right. The, the, the day that happens, he's very blue for like a week oh, or yeah, two. Oh, yeah, I am. You know, he's, he's, just, he's just down in the dumps, and, I and am. he's just thinking about... Did I tell you I took my boat to Mackinac Island? Did I tell you that? Yes, that's where you had to ride a bike and that kind of stuff, right? right? Yeah, you know, that was, that's been a couple weeks ago, isn't it? Uh, actually, we went there in July. Okay, well, a couple. It seems like time flies. Yeah, but you enjoyed it a great deal. Right? It was wonderful. All right, so all is good, and boating season is continuing. I'm glad to hear that. It's going to oh. be nice this weekend. Oh yeah, it's supposed to be 83 and sunny both days. Right. Unlike in the Carolinas, just as right. a side note. Hopefully, that won't change our forecast here. So right. Uh, I hope you have a great weekend, Dave. You deserve to enjoy yourself. Let me put well, it that way. Thank you very much. All right. So how's the Dear Leader movement going? Uh, it's going well. Are you thank still you. at the Trump News Network? Absolutely. Loving CNN. every moment of it. Loving every Tonight, moment of it. Tonight, Michael Avenatti. Now, who is, is Michael? Be, you, you know who Michael Avenatti is. That's Stormy Daniels. Attorney. I'm just right. trying to do that for our audience. So. I know. So he's going to be on Tucker Carlson tonight at 8. So I already had my wife make up a big bowl of popcorn. Gonna crack a couple of beers. <laughs> okay, so let's stop. Normally, right there. normally who, I would not. Are you gonna watch all? Michael Avenatti or Stormy Daniels? <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, Michael yeah. Avenatti. Because if you got a Stormy Daniels singing at your house, Ron, my Ron, money's Ron on Verbal. Michael. <laughs> my money's on Michael Avenatti. Really? My money's on Tucker Carlson. Okay, well, we're gonna watch it. We'll see. If I hope the storm doesn't interfere with your viewing tonight. It's not going to interview with anything. With Tucker Carlson and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But he's going to be on debating Tucker Carlson on, yes. on Tucker's show tonight right. at 8 o'clock. And you're going to have a bowl of popcorn and a couple of beers? Yes. I didn't think you could eat carbs and uh, like that. Well, right? tonight's an exception. Why don't you have spaghetti then? Ugh. I'm serious. Ugh, I mean, it, it's, please, as, I opposed to, as opposed to... I could to, eat spaghetti and meatballs. I'm not kidding you. Every day. I could eat it probably five or six days a week. I'm not. Kidding. Oh, I could too. Right, but I love, uh, I love pasta. I love it. It's my. Well, it's why my don't you do that tonight food. when you're watching Tucker Carlson? Because my wife and I are supposed to go out to dinner, and she'll make me eat something healthy. Oh, really? Like fish. Does she do that? Yeah. What does she order for you? No, but she goes. Don't get the. Don't get the spaghetti. Get the fish. Get the broiled fish and the. You know. Yeah, get something broccoli. else with no taste. Yeah. Right. And and uh, so you got to sit there like, oh boy, this is really good, huh? I have to pretend like it's good. Yeah, 
Meanwhile, she, she probably gets that too, though, doesn't she? Just, yeah, she does. We, yeah, so she's used to that kind of stuff. Right. Meanwhile, you look at the table next to you, and there's some guy with a bowl of spaghetti. Uh, or the a, other night, uh, I met a friend of mine out. He ordered spaghetti and meatballs, and I had a shrimp cocktail. Okay. And? He said, man, I'm stuffed. I said, well, put it over here, boy. <laughs> and, yeah. and there was nothing left, right? Oh, I ate it all up. He was going to get it to go back. I'd forget that. And you just said, you were like the dog. You ate his leftovers. I, I, it doesn't matter. I love... Did you even know this guy? <laughs> yeah, he was a friend of mine. Listen okay, I, I didn't know if it was I the love, next table over. I love spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. I love spaghetti and meatballs. It is my favorite meal. Has it I, always been? Yes, it's always been. That's, that's Since strange. I've been a child. And when I was in law school... Okay, I'm yes. sorry, my phone's ringing. All right. When I was in law school, um, I used to have to my budget was twenty dollars a week for food and i think that's really you know i buy some macaroni and cheeses you know they were 20 cents you'd get a meal out of that yeah ramen noodles the ramen noodles and lived on a lot of carbs in law school and spaghetti became your favorite oh chef boyardee the raviolis in a can i i used to eat that now, <laughs> now hang on a second I before i take it oh you ever have it yeah yeah, yeah. Good stuff. it's good. I, good i love that i'm glad you brought that up i would i i used to love chef chef boyardee spaghetti and my mom would make it get right there in a can my wife thinks that there's something wrong with the fact that i thought that was good spaghetti. no that if you get the chef boyardee's stuffed ravioli with meat uh-huh. You just open the can. You can eat it right in the car when you buy it from yeah. the store. I, I, you know what? I can't, <laughs> Is that I gotta, what you're doing in the parking lot before you well, come in? Well, I just I try not to do it. But sometimes when I'm in a convenience store and you're going up and down the aisles, I see it, and I swear Chef Boyardee goes, buy me. <laughs> and then you've got to go get a can opener, don't you? No, you no just it's a pull-off can. It's a pull-off can. Although I, don't, oh, I really? can't admit anything to liking that because my parents would disown me. But right. the chef, chef where I you, can just hear them. You don't the put it in a microwave. Not bad. It's not no, bad. No, you don't even need to put it in a microwave. You just eat it right oh, out of the Oh, right out of the can. I'm going to tell you something. That's living. <laughs> are you in like a dark alley or anything? No, like that I just, I'm, it's just living. Are man. you in a bad part of town? No, I, I just go right to the, you know, any convenience store. You could buy Chef Boyardee right in a can. That stuff's good, man. <laughs> And Mark, you you can't say whether you like I it can't, or not. Well, no, I'm spoiled. I get. I mean, I have authentic home cooked Italian sauce and everything. Homemade. I mean, homemade every pasta. Sunday. Every Sunday. Uh, made from I scratch. Am so yeah. Jealous. Every Sunday. I'm so meatballs jealous. too. Meatball, meatballs, chicken. Oh. I mean, five courses. We sit down at like two or three, and we're there until six or seven. Oh. We don't get up from the dinner table. Oh. Look at him! Look at him! It's look at him. every Sunday. Are you trying to kill Beatrice? I, I mean, look at I him! I told him I invited him. No, you've never invited I'm, me I'm, to the Sunday dinner. I'm inviting dinner. you to Sunday dinner right now. Okay, it's no, as soon as both seasons over, oh. right, I'm coming over for Sunday dinner. You got it. I want to sit down at two. You have the red wine. Yes, oh. homemade red oh. wine. It, Oh. Trust me, it's you sit down at two and get up at seven. It's a very singular, life-altering experience, and I get to experience it every and then you Sunday. Serve the salad as the last course. Yeah, right? always. Yeah. You get the vinegar; it, it, it calms the ajna, right? And then you mix it in with the sauce that's on your plate. There already. you I go. Put a little there you go. Sauce on my salad. See that? At the end. That's living, baby. That's living. That's good stuff. I'm telling you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta film it when he's doing it. <laughs> I mean, you gotta film it because we've got to have something like that. I love you know spaghetti. I mean? I, you know what? And now I want spaghetti, and I can't have it. Well, stop by a convenience store and get Chef Boyardee oh, on the way home. Somewhere. I turned my son on to Chef Boyardee. 
<laughs> well, I bet your wife is very proud of you. Yes, she is. So, so he's on Chef Boyardee. Car- Moses, you ever have any Chef Boyardee? No. But, but I would but I would say you've got to put it in a microwave. You can't eat it cold. Oh, and it's not cold. It's room temperature. Just open it up and get a plastic fork from the convenience store. I'm telling you. I'll, I'll, it's living, baby. I, need it. I don't know how they too. keep it at room temperature for so long, just sitting there in a can. Because it's sealed. It's right there yeah. on a shelf. It's not. You, you, Moses is saying heat it up in a microwave. It'd be much better for no, you. No, you tell you what, the Chef Boyardee stuffed meat raviolis. I'm telling people right out there right now. You could go to any convenience store and get it. Crack that thing open, get plastic fork. If you guys ever thought, what do we get him for Christmas? <laughs> I'm getting a case of that. A case of Chef Boyardee, whatever it there is, ravioli. Oh, that stuff's good. And just wrap it up and yeah. give it to him when his wife isn't around. Right? Yeah. So, so he can keep it, you know, you know, he can keep it in his office drawer. You know, in the old days when the guys would have, like, booze in their office drawer, you open up his bottom office drawer. Chef Boyardee beef Right, Dave, your client's here. Wait a minute, does anyone have another tie? I Instead got of saying, do I smell like booze, he has sauce all over me. <laughs> right. I have sauce on me? <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Hey, uh, send, send him in, and, you know, when little Junior is there and out of control, Dave can give Junior a Chef Boyardee. There you too. go. So, here you go. I got you a thing for this There guy. you go. All right, let's take some calls. Moses, nice to see you. Yeah, All right. Yeah, so, do we have any calls, Ron? Yes, David. I'm going to get to them. I'm more intrigued by your eating habits. Now when I see your car out, if it's at a convenience store, I'm going to I'm going to probably... Sometimes I sneak at night. When I wake up, I can't sleep. I, I shouldn't say this in case my Oh, no. I, I, this is what fascinates me about okay, you. Okay. I, I drive to the convenience store. At night? Yes. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning. I can't sleep. Your wife is sleeping and you're wide awake. I'm sleeping and I like wake up and I'm like tossing and turning and and so I'm, I'm like I feel like I'm waking her up so I go downstairs mm-hmm. I try not to bother the dogs because they're snoring mm-hmm. and I sneak out the door mm-hmm. and I go to the convenience store. She didn't hear the garage door go. No, up, I huh? use the side door. Okay. okay, I buy a can of Chef Boyardee. <laughs> Meat ravioli and a plastic fork and a Diet Coke, and I come back. This is at 2 or 3 in the morning? No, you don't. The hell I don't. (laughs) (laughs) My wife's probably thinking I'm sneaking out to see a girl. I'm not. I'm sneaking out to to see the chef. Chef Boyardee. So you might even fall back to sleep. I come back home. I'm good, man. So wow. you what, what do you do? Eat it down by downstairs? No, I open it. I get a plastic fork from the convenience you, store. Do you eat it in the car? I eat it in the car as I'm coming back. I finish it as I take. Then I open up the door and I let the dogs out quietly and they do their business. Mm-hmm. And I finish the chef boyardee and then I throw it away and I throw the everything away. All the you evidence. You destroy is the away. evidence. Yeah. Right. Boy, go oh back in, go up to bed, and I'm sleeping like a baby. <laughs> tell you, I believe everything. What experience? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, can you folks believe that? Sometimes I, I wake can't. up at 2 or 3 in the morning. He's not making think, this up. I know he isn't. Do you look at his face when he's talking about uh, it? He's reliving, chef, it. Chef he's reliving Boy, it. He's reliving it. Chef Boyardee. At 2 or 3 in the morning, oh, he's going out. The best comfort food you can ever want. And no one knows. And well, I, now nobody knows. Well, now, now people everyone know. knows. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine a clerk at the, hey, guess who came in at 3 in the morning to buy some Chef Boyardee and a plastic fork? <laughs> they do kind fork. of look at me weirdly, like, what are you doing? I said, do you have a plastic fork? Are you in your pajamas? Yeah, I was going to say, you, you walk in there with yeah. the robe and slippers? Not robe and slippers, but I, you know, I have those pajamas on and, a, and, a, and like a sweatshirt. <laughs> and I have sliders, okay? I walk in, I get a can of Chef Boyardee, <laughs> a Diet Coke. In your pajamas Now, here's sliders. the weird thing. 
Yeah. Many times I eat the Chef Boyardee with 1% milk. Get a little carton of milk. Oh, oh, as a, to wash it down. Yeah. Yeah. I like that combo. I do, I too. I like that combo. I do, too. When I was younger, I... I don't do the microwave because it makes a little bit too much noise when it... Ding! Okay, sometimes I just don't get over there to open it in time. So I just... Oh. Listen, I open it, and as I'm driving home, I'm eating it, and I'm good. I'm, it's like it's comfort food. It's like sleeping medicine for me. When was the last time? Last night. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's good stuff. He's, he's convincing. I'll tell you. Oh, you're damn right. He said, "Cause you know why? Cause every bit of that is happening with him. <laughs> every bit of that is, you know, I, I just wait. I run. I work at a fast food store, and uh, I saw Beatrice last night. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, it's all good. News Radio five seventy WKBN and uh, Ron Furb. Let's take some calls. Mark, you're on the air with the attorneys. Go ahead. Yeah, I got a question for the captain. Yes, the captain is here. Okay, what, what what year did you first go to Kelly's Island? 2012. Oh, okay. All right. Now, I was just curious because my parent, did you, I don't even think it was there, the, uh, the stone dock on the west side, there was a nice restaurant bar right next Yeah, to West Bay Bar. Well, my parents ran it back in the 60s and early 70s. It was called Camp, Camp Kell Isle, and I was just curious. What, yeah, no, what now you, it's called West Bay. Vintage, but you're younger vintage, so sorry. West Bay Bar. You can want, You go over to Kelly's Island. People, I'm telling, I'm telling the whole audience out there, in two hours, you could be up at Lake Erie. You can go over to Kelly's Island, Put-in-Bay, and it's like you get away. It is beautiful. Go to West yeah. Bay Bar on Kelly's Island. You can watch the sunset right into Lake Erie. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. As yeah, you're drinking it, it some was, rum runners? It was prettier back in the 60s and 70s. So it's anyway, still beautiful right. now. I was just over there the other day at West Bay. Not the other day. A couple weeks ago at West Bay Bar. I had some clams casino. And a Chef Boyardee. No, they don't sell it. They, <laughs> they serve peel. I ate some peel and eat shrimp. I think I got sick on it. And I was having some rum runners watching no, the, no, watching the walleye, sunset. Walleye and shrimp, bud. Oh, walleye. yeah. That's good stuff. All right. All right. Anyhow, thank you. Okay, thanks, thanks. 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 The village pump over at Kelly's Island got the best. I like, I like how that guy started his call. Is the captain there? <laughs> I got to tell you, He's Kelly's Island has the best fried perch anywhere on Lake Erie. Mm-hmm. You get a pound of fried perch, okay, and and some French fries. You do the craft beer. You're in heaven. Welcome to the culinary hour. Here's Dr. Cheryl Figliano, the Centers for Hearing Care. Hi, Doc. Hey, I always feel like I come in with something serious when you guys are just having a ball. <laughs> Absolutely. It's been a, t- a fascinating experience here today. You're on at 6, aren't you? I am, and I want to talk the brand, talk about the brand-new state-of-the-art hearing aids that were just released two weeks ago. They're no longer just hearing aids. They're a multi-use items. They are a language translator. They will translate languages real time in your ear they're a health tracker they track your overall health and your cognitive health and they're a regular hearing aid all three of those built into one and i can't wait to tell you about it and it's going to be happening tonight at six o'clock where do you get the white glove treatment and try before you buy program when it comes to hearing aids oh gosh with any of our doctors at centers for hearing care our website is centers for hearing care.com hey hey doc yes it's Dave Beatrice. How are you? Hi, hi. How are you, Dave? Good. I've noticed myself lately 
asking people to repeat what they've said to me. Do you think I should come in for a hearing test? I just think he's senile, Doc. Uh, I absolutely do, and I know you would love the ones with the health tracker that count how many steps and what activities you're doing. And that goes in my ear? It goes in your ear. Can anyone see it? Yes, that one they will, but we have others that if you didn't tell anyone, they wouldn't know that you're wearing it. Really? Right. Because in my family, that's sort of the genetics. All My father and all my uh, father's sisters and brothers all had hearing aids, and all my mom's and my mom and my my mom's brothers and sisters had hearing aids right when they got to around 60, and I'm almost there. So I'm going to have to come in. But I want you to wait on me. I absolutely will. Do you like you, Chef Boyardee in the can oh, with the raviolis stuff, the meat raviolis? Have you ever tried it, Dr. Dave has sucked that Chef Boyardee in a can. Have you ever had it at 2 o'clock in the morning is what I want to know. <laughs> do those hearing aids count calories? <laughs> they, they actually do. <laughs> you need those. I'll take that shit out. <laughs> Wait a minute. I took that off the air. <laughs> Thank you, Doc. <laughs> Thank you, Doctor Figliano. Uh, <laughs> you won't, 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 won't uh, Well, the FCC is going to find me. No, what can I, I took it off. Don't you worry. took it off. All yeah, right. it's only money. All right, let's go next to George and Howie. Uh, George, you're on with the attorneys. Howie, stand by. Go ahead, George. Yes. Um, well, you just gave five hundred dollars worth of advertising to Chef Boyardee. Have you ever had their stuffed ravioli in a can? Um, I like. Beef ravioli and mini ravioli. Oh, the broth is so good. And, and Chef Boyardee can. Yes, yes. See yes. that, Ron? I'm I, telling I you. I eat that for breakfast. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't go that far. What are you talking? What are you doing at 2 or 3 in the morning? That's kind of breakfast. No, that's, that's kind of a late dinner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, um, Dave, that's the only thing I agree with you on. <laughs> hey, anyway, I have a legal question. Go it's, ahead. Uh, Moda State. I bought some car parts. Um, a man called me. He knew I had this one variety of car, and um, I paid too much for him. I don't want to say what kind of car is there for, but anyway, my question is, I had to send him a check to Pennsylvania. He delivered him to my place. I didn't realize, basically, they're a bunch of junk. There's some good parts, but now, to sue him, he bought the parts from somebody else, but to sue him, can I sue him here in uh, Portage County, Ohio, or do I have to go to Pennsylvania to sue him? Carl, what do you think? How did the parts get to you? Did He brought they... them. Oh, he uh, brought them? So... So therefore, part of the so so therefore the transaction ended in Ohio, correct? Yes. Yeah, so I think I, you could sue him in Ohio. I, I agree. So. With you could sue him in Ohio, and you could argue venue later. He could raise the issue that under the civil rules, they put a lot of emphasis on where the defendant resides or where the transaction took place. Well, the place. transaction took place in Portage County. Yeah, there's definitely the problem. I'm going to tell you what the problem is, Cole. You want to know what the problem is going to be? He's going to let you take judgment, and then you're going to have to go chase him yeah, around to gonna. collect it. That's what's going to happen. I'm just telling you. Yeah, that's the way it is in most court cases. Yeah. Yeah. Well, How much money are we talking? 
I don't want to say. I'm embarrassed to say. No, well, just say it. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. I just talked about Chef Boyardee. What could be more embarrassing than that? Listen, seriously, caller, how much money? There's nothing to be embarrassed about here. That's not embarrassing. Chef Boyardee is good food. Right. All right. But, no, how much money do you have in this? Oh, it's worth going to PA to him if I have to. Are you in the thousands? Yes. How many thousand? I don't want to say. No, I, I understand. I'm embarrassed well, to say because I have be ad ad No one knows who you are. Don't, so. be, don't be embarrassed. Just give me a rough idea. No. Uh, Is it between one and 5,000? It's in that range. Yeah. Oh, my okay. God. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, the con- uh, the uh, small claims courts in Ohio have jurisdiction up to three thousand dollars. Yeah, I can do Pennsylvania. that. I, I can do that. And I, in Pennsylvania, I got a couple parts I can use. What are you getting all mad at, Carl? No, no. You, you, what do you I think when you talk? Say. Everyone's got to shut up. Yeah. In okay. Pennsylvania, what, Carl? In Pennsylvania, the uh, the limit is twelve thousand dollars. Oh, okay. His, there case, you go. his case is probably in PA, right? So he bought the parts in PA, right? Are you in PA, maybe George? Either, maybe either either jurisdiction probably yeah I, i'm in porridge county ohio i don't know what county he's in but it's uh, several hours over here one reason he he brought them over in his automobile is because uh, some of the parts were fragile and they were in a wood crate right for what kind of car sir a 62 year old plymouth wow oh jesus well, yeah. you, you could take him to small claims court in Portage County, okay? But okay. You, the problem is not getting the judgment. The problem is collecting it. Absolutely. Thanks for, thanks for right, your call. Thank Good you. luck. Howie, your call's next right after the headlines. Rockford. All right, News Radio 570 WKBN. Let's go next to Howie. You're on the air with the attorneys. Go ahead, Howie. Hi, Ron. Hi. Hi, Howie. This, this is for uh, the guy with the spaghetti. Uh, yeah. Attorney Beatrice, yeah. Yes, I just face a great big plate of spaghetti and meatballs. I hate you. <laughs> really, I'm hating on you. You just called to tell me you ate a big plate of spaghetti and meatballs. Yep. And you, also, the Chef Boyardee overstuffed raviolis are the best. Oh, really? I haven't tried those. Oh, they're great. <laughs> really? You can get them stuffed with sausage or with uh, regular meat. Dave thinks they're good, too. <laughs> they, oh, they, 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 are, they are the best. The overstuffed ones? Overstuffed ravioli. I've like never tried them. Oh, I'm going to have to look for them. Because usually I sneak out to the convenience store to get them at 2 o'clock in the morning. Do they sell them at a convenience store? Does he need to go maybe to a Giant Eagle? I think I think you'd have to go either a Giant Eagle or a major supermarket. Yeah, they're open usually, David. Specialty night. store. Yeah, but yeah. you see he that. You need to try the ones that are stuffed with sausage. They are really good. They are, aren't they? People laugh at me. But see, I've had two callers now tell me. That the Chef Boyardee stuffed with the sausage is good. It, it is, and I always pour mine out on a plate and cover them with uh, Parmesan and Romano cheese. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Dave eats his right out of the container in the car. Oh, yeah, I just open up. You pop that, that. You pop that can lid, plastic fork, it's life, man. Right. He's too afraid to use a microwave. It might wake his wife up. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, can't, I can't eat cold baked beans either. Well, they're not cold. They're room temperature, but I don't like baked beans. You don't like the hook. No, no. Ra- stuffed raviolis. The, that's the bomb, man. You need to try, you need to try the overstuffed. They're the best. Are they really? He will try it. I'm sure I'm gonna, he'll probably I'm try to it see. tonight around 2. You know, maybe on my way home tonight, Mark. <laughs> Mark drove me here. We could stop by Giant Eagle. I can hide some cans in my car. There you go. That okay, way. Ron. 
That way I wouldn't even have to drive away. (laughs) Thank you. I wouldn't even have to drive. I could just go out to my car and get them. There you go. Or sneak them in the house. Why wouldn't you have some in your trunk? And then why don't why don't you buy more than one can when you go to the store? Because sometimes she can find them in your in your car in your trunk. Well, sometimes she goes out to see if I have any contraband out there. In, in your car? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You couldn't have like a box or a briefcase that's locked in a trunk with your Chef Boyardee's in them. I could try that. I a locked put- briefcase. Yeah, I bet if I put it in a briefcase, she wouldn't look for it in a briefcase. Oh. But I think that's over the top. I, I, I think at that point it becomes almost like I'm a I'm a degenerate. You think? Yeah, I think it's just a guy who enjoys spaghetti or uh, it's Chef, a ravioli. Chef I'm gonna have to try the overstuffed ones. I didn't know they. Do you know they have the? Are they good? What I, I yeah, Dave the tech before. they are. They're yeah. really good. They're really good. You see, you guys laugh at me. You're I'm gonna not go laughing. You, yes, you eat are. it, don't You're you? Laughing. No, I can't admit to eating, trying any of that. My parents are both Italian. They the spaghetti's not too good, but I'm telling you, the stuffed meat ravioli. What's wrong with the spaghetti? It, 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 it's just not. It tastes like spaghettios. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the sauce is the, different. The sauce, so, no, well, I don't, the spaghetti is just isn't good. The stuffed raviolis, that's some good. There's some good eating there. That's interesting. I mean, you know, I, so we can. So if I see you out at two or three in the morning, I know what I'm you're not doing. drinking. The deputies know they've stopped me, and they said, "What are you doing?" I said, I mean, "You got sauce all over no, your." No, they your... stopped me. They said, "Have you had anything to drink?" I said, "Yes, some two percent milk, and I'm eating some Chef Boyardee in your pajamas with your what flip flops? The slider, you know, the slides, you know, the, you know, the slides, not the, not the slide. Yeah, slide your foot into. Yeah, them. right. All right, so you have and my the, pajamas, right? You have pajamas, sliders, and you what? What t-shirt or what? Well, if it's cold out, I throw a jacket on. If it's not, it's just my t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Run up to the convenience store, you get the raviolis. Sometimes I don't have the raviolis, and I'm stuck eating the spaghetti and meatballs. Not as good. Boy, we need a legal question. I can't, Boy, I, do you ever go like to Giant Eagle or something, or is that too too many people could spot you in there? Yeah, and, and I mean, I might wife. get I, I might get busted going to there, and then I got to bring it home. Then where am I going to put it in the you know in the cupboard? And my wife can go. What's this? No, no, no. I mean, couldn't you just go in there and get it and eat it right then and there? Yeah. I, I don't want her to know that I'm eating Chef Boyardee stuffed ravioli at two or three in the morning. I don't want her to know that. I think we have a legal what, question. Uh, what, what would her problem be? I, I mean, if she would legal question. Uh, Do we uh, have a legal question? Yeah, I'm going to yes. get to it. But I want, I'm more fascinated by what would it, what would she There's do if two. she found out? Here they come. Well. I... Thank God. I mean, look at She would be more mad that I didn't brush my teeth after I ate the Chef Boyardee. Are you serious? That's what she would be upset about. Because I got to be honest with you, after I have the Chef Boyardee and the 2% milk, I do not brush my teeth. I go to bed, okay? Mm -hmm. There, I said it. Now, can we take some legal questions? And she'd be upset with that. Not me eating the Chef Boyardee, but not brushing my teeth. I, I don't brush my teeth as much as she would like me to. Which is what, hourly? It's like every hour you got to go brush your teeth. Okay, it's she has OCD. I, could, do we have to talk about my marriage? Can we take the next call, please? Let's talk about your we marriage. I'm just talking, let's talk to Chris. <laughs> all right, Chris, go ahead. Hey, just uh, first of all, someone said Village Pump and Perch up in there in Kelly's Island. Yeah. Wow. Although you got to go up to Grand River and go to Brennan's. It is the the best Grand place. River. Where's the Grand River? Grand River. It's Painesville, Fairport Harbor. It's a lot closer than putting bay, I'll tell you that much. And there's uh, a river you could take a boat down? 
Yeah, you could take the boat up the river. Or how the how how deep? I mean, how deep is the river? Uh, too deep to walk across. Yeah, I mean, well, that doesn't help me much. Yeah, he's got a big boat. Can he take a big boat through there? I take my I take my oh, boat over to Vermilion. You ever been to Vermilion? Yeah, I have. No, there's plenty of room for uh, deep boats. We got forty uh, some footers coming in down in the marinas. All right, I'm gonna have to try that. Pains oh Painesville, you say? Yeah, yeah, it's Fairport Harbor. Area. Wow. You know, well, I've taken my boat to downtown Cleveland, and you ought to see yeah. Cleveland from the water. It's beautiful. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah a good time, too. Hey, I have a quick question about reasonable doubt. Maybe you guys could talk about it for a minute. Go ahead. I've had a couple experiences with it, and I'm trying to figure out, generally from a prosecutor's standpoint, say the police will charge somebody, and they'll bring it to the prosecutor, and the prosecutor's going to look and say, can I get a jury to convict, or can I get a judge? Can I get them to see a reasonable doubt? No, no. Can I prove it beyond, beyond a reason- reasonable doubt? Right. Excuse me. Yes. Okay. I guess that's where that gray area comes in. You know, like for example, you have a video of an individual who's doing something. Yeah. And it, let's say that something is that you watch that video, that individual walk. Across a parking lot, yeah, with an with an object in his hand, and it's a long like piece of steel. Mm-hmm. Then it goes around around the backside of a car, and you can't see him with the camera anymore. Mm-hmm. But the window is smashed in the car. The mirror's knocked off. The side of it's all beat up, mm-hmm. and he exits from that same side. Now, I would think reasonable doubt. We see that guy go up to that vehicle. You don't see him physically do it, but you see him exit, and he's the only one around that vehicle at the time. Yeah, that's a pretty good case for a prosecutor. Okay, that's interesting because it was that particular instance I, you know, just described was pretty much said that'll never go to court. I'm thinking, wow, okay. Well, because they might settle it out of court. If I, as a defense lawyer, saw a video of my client carrying a crowbar, there's a chance he's going to be convicted. There's a chance he's going to be convicted. I'm going to try to cut my losses and go. Right, okay. Reasonable doubt is that no other logical explanation can be derived from the fact. Reasonable doubt is based on reason and common sense. And reasonable doubt is, would you be able to, to base your life's most important decisions Based on the evidence of this case, for instance, you took this evidence of this case and you put it as a pilot in a plane. Would you get on that plane or not get on that plane? If you'd get on that plane and you were good, fine. You know how sure you were? Are you married, caller? Yes, I am. You know how sure you were about marrying your wife? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, assuming you've only been married a couple years. I, you can't use that with people that have been married. How about buying a house? Have you bought a house? Yes. Now, you know how sure you were about buying a house? Yes. That's an important life decision, right? Absolutely. And if you had reasonable doubt about buying the house, would you buy the house? No. So, if you have reasonable doubt, so in the most important of your life's decisions... That's how convinced you must be that that person is guilty before you can find them guilty. Right. If you have some doubt, then that person's not guilty. Okay. That, 
Attorney Beecher said that that's a very, very excellent explanation. It puts it in a great context. Well, thank you. I might reward myself with some raviolis tonight. <laughs> okay. Watch out for the dog meat. I will. <laughs> thank you. Here comes Barbara. You're on with Carl Moses, Mark DeVecchio, and Chef uh, Dave Beatrice. This is a general legal question, and thank you for taking my call. Um, attorneys are not supposed to take money from clients from ill-gotten gains. Is, is that my? That's my understanding. Is that correct? Well, when you say, define ill-gotten gains, uh, stolen well, money. Well, I'm talking about someone. Where I'm, my daughter was involved with someone who is human trafficking and drug selling drugs. He's also. Uh, been wanted for murder, but got off on that. You know, he was, he was defended. He, he got off on that. He's arrested 15 to 20 times the, a year. The technical answer to your question you, is... But, and the, he's never had, a, never had a real job in his life. Well, listen to me. Listen to me. The yes. technical answer to your question is yes. But I never ask my clients if they got their yeah, money no, from. Yeah, no, I mean, well, if, you, you, if, if I ask my client, hey, is this drug money that you're paying me with? And he goes, yeah, technically, I can't take it. So I don't ask the question. So how do you go with this person constantly is never found guilty? He's never, he gets his money back. I mean, he doesn't have. No, he doesn't get his money back. For a DUI, he's got 25000 in the car, crack cocaine, fake IDs. If he has $25,000 in the car and crack, crack cocaine, cocaine, yeah, he's the lawyer's not getting his hands on that money because the police are going to take evidence. The police have always given the money back. No, I, no. maybe years ago, not now. You may, maybe I don't know where you're getting your facts, but if it if it's drug money and it's there's drugs with it, uh-huh. they will hold that money as evidence. If he's convicted, that money's gone. I've talked to Denver PD. This is well, Denver. I don't know what happened in Denver. Yeah, you're they, ta- you know you're talking something different. I can tell you in Ohio. Okay, and if you I get pulled over to... and you have crack cocaine in the car and twenty five thousand dollars in cash, mm-hmm. there is very little likelihood that the police are go- not going to seize that money, because well, the police will seize that money and they will buy things with it. For instance, if you go to the Canfield Fair and you go to the sheriff's you know booth, right. you'll see that he, he has a a number of uh, those uh, like uh, John Deere carts. With the sheriff symbol on it, and it says "paid with for drug seized money," and police departments use that to buy equipment, you know, firearms, guns, all kinds of things. Well, he seized the money, but he gets it back after a after a trial date. He gets the money back. If he's found not guilty, he gets the money back. And ma'am, let me just comment. In, uh-huh. in Pennsylvania, I know there's some recent cases where, let's say, the person is found not guilty. And the police still have a right under certain circumstances to keep the money, the money and property, maybe a car, maybe this or that. Mm-hmm. And, and the person who wants it back has to petition the court. And then there has to be a hearing. And then there has to be a question of whether it's fair for them to keep it or not keep it. Yeah. So it's not a black and white. Uh, it becomes situation. part of the negotiations to be quite a. Yeah, you can. In, in, in reality. What happens is they have all this evidence, and the prosecutor goes, all right, well, if you forfeit all this money, we'll reduce the charges. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you hate to think that that's what happens, but 
uh, you know, many police departments rely on drug seized money to keep their departments going. They get to buy equipment well, with sure. it, and well, there, there's certain that. things under the law they can use it for and they can't use it for. And if I'm not mistaken, maybe Jerry Green's listening. The sheriff maybe isn't. I think they can only use that money to buy equipment like bulletproof vest, ammo, weapons, cars, it's dogs, constant, stuff like that. Being found not guilty, arrested 15 times last year. I mean, we're turning. We are. My daughter and I are both going to testify against this person because we have. We have information. You can't testify. Uh, you're going to testify against him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Yes. And he's your son. Afraid he's going to get. You know, they. No one. Everybody's afraid to testify against this person because he. He's a hardcore criminal. Okay, but he's trafficking now. Well, your daughter. Why would your daughter pick that guy? I don't know. I don't know. I, that's that's another another. Um, that's like the Sheffield Boyardee thing that could go on forever. You're comparing but, uh, me to a drug dealer. <laughs> your addiction. <laughs> oh, my addiction. Okay. But anyway, I he also uh, he was trafficking. Now he started trafficking in young children. So, which that's really a bad thing. So we're testifying against this person. Afraid he's going to get out again, and I'm like, how does this? How does this attorney keep Man, getting what? him off? He's a great attorney. I've been, you know, everybody talks about it, but this person's never worked a real job in their life. How is he paying the attorney? The attorney has to know this is one, drug money. One of the main factors in those cases, if there's a petition filed, mm-hmm. is the property part of the uh, of a of a criminal situation. In other words, uh, or is it just something that's an innocent uh, piece of property that um, that is acquired by the police just because they arrested this person, let's say, in the car? But let's say the car is not containing any contraband, right. and they arrest him for drunken driving. Mm-hmm. Uh, the car then probably should be returned if he's found not guilty, and maybe even if he's found guilty. Well, he's... He's always been found with contraband. It's always been crack. Right. Or, well, oh, I don't know. I can't you, so comment on a case I don't know about. Take this money and not get in right. trouble because well, the, the lawyer can do that if he doesn't know Thank that you. it's from Illinois. Right? Yeah. If he doesn't know, you don't. You, you. I don't think we're required to ask where you got the money for your retainer. Right. So if we don't ask now, if, sometimes <laughs> the government has clawed back fees, but they've not done that. They're not aggressive, as aggressive of that as they used to be. Thank I you for your call. That. I wish you the best of luck. Bill, you're on with the attorneys. Go ahead. Yeah, if a couple disillusions and uh, spousal support is set, and one of the two people end up getting a better job and making more money, are they obligated to inform the other spouse so the spousal support can change? Mark, That's a very good question, Bill. You would have to look to the terms of your separation agreement. When you're talking about spousal support, a domestic relations court will either retain jurisdiction or will not retain jurisdiction. If it says under your spousal support provision in your separation agreement that the court will retain jurisdiction to modify the support upward or downward or modify the term of the amount of payment of spousal support, then, yes, you have to notify the court. You have to go back, and the court will modify it. Oftentimes, in my cases, if it's a shorter-term marriage, like under 20 years, under 18 years, 
I'll, the court will not retain jurisdiction. You're going to pay spousal support for a definitive period of time can, in a definitive amount can each I ask month. Ask you a question. Yes. Hypothetically. Okay. The guy's married 28 years. Yes. And he likes to eat Chef Boyardee out of the can at yes. 2 a.m. And he's caught. And hypothetically, if he wants to get a divorce, right? Is, is he going to pay spousal support for the rest of his life? For the rest of his life. Huge. Yeah. Well, there we go. So, yes. So you look at your separation agreement. It will indicate Ron, whether the court retains jurisdiction or doesn't retain jurisdiction. And if uh, it's, so it's and, and do you have to report that? When do you report that? At the end of the year? or? Well, no. If, you're, if your income has changed and the court has retained jurisdiction, I, I, you know, you have a good faith duty to, to tell your ex-spouse. The question that, is your whether or not the dissolution agreement... Retain jurisdiction over the spousal support. Correct. If they did not retain jurisdiction over spousal support, you could just tape one hundred dollar bills all over your body and, and go around, around your ex wife yeah, and say, "I got a job and I got more money and la 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 la." Okay. Okay. Yep. Thank you. All right. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, Ron, you? how long have you been married? Uh, Dave, uh, 26 or 27 years. 26, That's a long-term marriage, right? That's Mark? a long-term marriage. Ron, can I comment uh, on that previous caller, not this last one, but you the one may, before sir. that? Yes, always. Don't, because, do not make too many sub-points, but go ahead. Because I may have made a mistake. If Another example of a clear situation where the prosecution can keep the vehicle in all probability, would be if the vehicle is being used to transport contraband. Let's say they find uh, uh, drugs in the trunk. Uh, so that would be a, a probably a good case for the prosecution to say we have a right to keep the car because it was being used in the uh, in the, in regard to the crime. Okay. Just to add that. All right. Aye, aye, Captain. 553 News Radio 570 WQN. Back in just a minute. So if you got a legal question, Attorney Carl Moses is here. Microphone number one. Attorney Mark DeVecchio is here. And Attorney David Beatrice here. Legal show, courtesy of Beatrice Cobb and Harshman. Give us a call. 729-9977. 330-729-9977. Those guys will be taking calls until uh, six tonight here on News Radio 570 WQM. Before I pause, tomorrow morning you're going to be on the air, right, Dave? On WFMJ. Yeah, with WFMJ today with Vince Slomsky and Krista Lamandola and Emily Frazzini. And tomorrow I'm going to be talking, so if you're a senior citizen out there, you're going to want to listen about these scams. Oh, they're uh, terrible. They they're are terrible. terrible. You know, they call me. I love when they call me. They I call can't... me and they go, well, you know, the IRS has a lien against you. And I go, No. Yeah. And they go, yeah. And I go, what do I have to do to get the lien off? They go, well, you need to send us some money. I said, oh, my God, I don't want to get a re- I I play with them the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, I have a few choice words, and I hang up. <laughs> well, there you go. I Because mean, I figure the longer I keep them on the phone, the less likely they are to take advantage of some other person. It's sad, though, that people fall for that. It is amazing. Yeah. There's so, a lot of scams out there. 555, here's Elmer. You're on with the attorneys. Go ahead. Yeah, I've got a question. I was on vacation, and a truck in front of me hit a bump on the bridge, and rocks come out of the back of the trailer, not off the road, hit my windshield and hit my car, three chips on the window and two on the paint. Uh, the company's trying to tell me it's not their fault. Do I have any recourse? Yes, I think so. Well, I, I, I think your position would be that, the vehicle was not secured uh, sufficiently, uh, and therefore those rocks flew out of the... They came from the vehicle, from within that vehicle ahead of you? No, it came off the road. Oh, off the road. 
Okay. No, it did not come off the road. Off it the trailer not. that was hauling it, yeah. Yeah. He, he had a dump trailer behind the truck, you're saying, yeah. and it came out of it that. It was a tractor trailer, yes. Yeah. So I think, I think your argument, and I think it's probably a valid argument, that they didn't secure the, uh, the load, the trailer, the load, the load. yes. The uh, other thing you have, too, is many insurance policies do not have any deductibles for windshield repair. Right. For a chipped window. So, um, you could turn it into your insurance company and let them chase them. Well, that's what I figured was my last recourse. I've contacted everybody in the company, and I just keep getting the same stonewall, that their trailer was okay, that they don't cover damage. The only thing you could do is sue them where that happened at. Where did it happen at? In Georgia. Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the On problem. back from vacation, what a good ending. What a, not, not a very good ending. Yeah. Well, I wish you well. Thank you for your call. Turn Let's... it into your collision coverage. Mary, you're on the air with the attorneys. Go. Is it me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We have a farm. Yeah. And in the middle, this, this is before we bought the farm. This, this is a family thing. Um, in the middle of the farm, some property was given to another party, and they have a house on it. They are now renting the house out. When the original party had that property, they were given a right-of-way on our farm lane. Okay. They are renting the house out now mm-hmm. to um, a family relative. We have excessive traffic coming. I mean, I'm talking excessive traffic coming down this farm lane, which is farm lane was never meant for that kind of traffic. Um, we understand that we have, you know, that the person that's renting the house has, has to have access to their house. But what about the excessive traffic that's coming down? I don't think there's much you could do about that. All right. Quick, I can give you a quick answer to that. So there's, but they got the easement, right, Dave? Yeah. There's yeah. not much you could do about it. You'd have to look at the deed and the easement and everything else, but I'm not so sure there's much you could do about that situation, okay? Thank you. Aaron, your comment for the attorneys. Go. Yes. I was wondering just a quick question about forfeiture of custody, if there is in Ohio after so long of not being in a child's life. If there's at any point where you forfeit your right, quick answer, Mark. You cannot. No, you can't forfeit your right to companionship or to parenting unless you're a danger to the child, neglected, and the child's neglected or, or abused. But, but 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 if you have a step parent adoption, right, it, and it, they haven't contacted in the one child, year, you don't need their consent. Right. Thank you. Thank you.